Can you hear the music? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I had it custom made. Nice. Trying, trying to get lyrics put onto it. Your own lyrics? Uh, no, someone that I I know a lot of people on on the socials that sing and stuff, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Turn that down. Turn this all the way up. Fucking love this tune, man. All right. Welcome back to another episode of On the Throne with Dick. And shout out to Senjin Boyshuk for that incredible, you know, intro-outro music. And as I was saying, you know, and as I've been saying for months now, we're trying to get lyrics added to it. Just right place, right time. You know, someone's going to do it. They just, they're just having issues with their, um, their, uh, I don't know what they call it, a manager or some shit. I, I don't have one of them, so I don't know. You know, I don't have a manager. Maybe one day. <laughs> and uh on today's episode we have the man the myth the legend dirtbag uh Please. gary from dirtbag i guess <laughs> yeah yeah how you, how you doing man? man good man how was your christmas it was awesome really good lots of time off that's yeah, good time at home yep what are you doing these days i know you're not you're not working on a rig no more are you no no i had to quit the rigs to to deal with dirtbag here in town but I still drive a, a truck full time, you know. Nice. Monday nice. to Friday, deal with dirt bags on the weekend. Hell yeah, man! That's yeah. I deal with dirt bags for like a month at a time. <laughs> you know, like, good for you. I'm only doing it on the weekends now. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I knew. I knew when. Uh, I remember seeing your episode of Dragon's Den, right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. man, that's badass. A guy, yeah. you know, in the oil and gas uh, yeah. field in, in Alberta. I don't know. You were working in Alberta at the time, right? Yeah. At the time, I was, yeah, in Alberta, Grand Prairie. Yeah. 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 Good old GP. I'm in Fox Creek, so. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I remember at the time seeing that, right? I'm like, fuck, that's badass, man. That's one of us, right? Like, yeah. that's, that's amazing, you know? Like, someone, mm. like one of us we got on there and shit like that and you know i don't remember many details about the episode i just know that hey this guy from the alberta oil patch was, yeah. was on dragon's den pitching yeah. his his dirt bag you know yeah. well that was like five five and a half six years ago oh man time yeah. flies when you're having fun eh? right yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it was crazy it was a cool experience for sure yeah yeah man um so how, how did you get on Dragon's Den? Like, how, like what, well, what are, do you just call them up and be like, hey, I got a sick idea. Trust me. And then, like, they... No, you know. no, no. They, they, they go to town to town and they do auditions. And I applied, I think, maybe one or two times before I actually got accepted. And at, at the time, I didn't even have... I was just getting my prototype made, right? So yep. when, when I got accepted, I just had one bag, one prototype, no sales... Nothing. Even when I went on the Dragon's Den, and normally if you go on the den and you have no sales, you know they they get on you pretty hard, right? So um, I figured they would, you know, it, it would be just a waste of time. But they uh, they didn't say shit. You know what I mean? That I had zero sales, and they didn't say nothing about it. So it was it was pretty good. Hell yeah, man! That's awesome. Yeah. I I don't remember much. Like I said, I don't remember much about the thing. But like, who bit? Did anyone bite? Yeah, actually, what it shows on the episode is I got to deal with Jim Treliving, the Boston pizza guy. Yep, yep. 
and we, we kind of have a connection. I was born in the town where he, he grew up and where he was a cop and his dad was from there and him and my dad were both barbers at the same time kind of thing. So he almost had no choice, but to give me a deal. Otherwise you would have looked like a prick. Right. <laughs> so the, the episode shows, um, when I leave the stage, we have a deal for, I don't even know how much it was 50 grand or something for 25%. I don't even remember, but when I was leaving the stage, the other dragon who was from Kelowna told me to give him a call if I ever needed anything. So they kind of went 50, 50 and, and split the deal, but they don't show that on television. So I ended up having two dragons, you know, when I left. That's badass. Yeah. You still talk to them? I, I talked to Lane Merrifield every once in a while. He's a guy from Kelowna. Uh, Jim, yeah, I haven't I haven't spoke to him since on stage there. Oh, wow. you know, once you leave, you know they've got nothing to do with that deal. They just pass it off to their people, right? So actually, when when it was about to air, Jim tweeted out that he's happy to be in business with me, even though you know his team backed out like months ago. But he figured we we were still in business together. But he had no idea. Oh shit! His so his yeah. team backed out, but didn't tell him. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, after I think after he passes it off, he's got nothing to do with it. Dragons Den, you know, it's not about it's not about guys like me. It's about making a TV show. That's yeah. all I care about is making good TV. And I made a few kind of funny comments, and that's what pretty much you know got me to the to airing. You know. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah no, so, that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. What what, what comments did you make? Um, I forget what I said. I said I said I was a roughneck dirtbag, not a businessman, you know. And at that point, apparently, all the people in the you know in the studio all stood up and cheered. That was at that point. Apparently, they knew that they were going to air it just because of that comment. That's yeah. what I was told by the producer. But yeah. Well, shit, man, you got guys like me cheering you on, right? They they, they knew what they were doing, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like guys, like little guys on the ground. Yeah. You know, no one that's we're not business people. We're just fucking. Yeah. In that's the what I said. I'm like, dirty. I have this idea. I just don't know how to take it any further. I've got the product, but I'm not a businessman. I'm a, a you know, I was a vac caller at the time, right? Oh, Full time. Yeah. That's what I do right now. I'm a swamper on a vac truck, man. Really? I've been doing that for five years. Yeah. Oh, I was vac on for almost twenty years. Shit, man. Who you work? Who did you work for? Uh, JB for the longest time. JB Water and Vac. Yeah, yeah, I've, and, I've heard uh, of them. Bulldog and uh, Pitbull. Pitbull, Sammy, shout out to Sammy. Yeah, yeah, Pitbull, man. yeah. I had hey. him on my uh, other podcast that I was a part of last year. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's Sam, a good shit. Sammy tried to poach me from where I'm working now, and yeah, yeah. almost had me. Almost had me, man. We, Sammy and I, have spoken a few times since then. But you know, yeah. I think, I think, you know, he didn't get what he wanted, and I don't think he's too used to not getting what he wants. So, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't do it if I ever leave the back industry. I'm not leaving, or if I ever leave where I work now, I'm not leaving to go work in another. That on another back truck i'm leaving yeah. the back industry altogether yeah, uh, yeah where i work is you know I, I i like the company i don't work here for for the name on the on the building or the trucks mm -hmm. i work I, I work for my boss right my boss yeah. is a solid dude you know um the large, that, makes, big, that, that makes a difference yeah man you know like we didn't get a fucking Christmas party this year or, no. this or anything like that. But, you know, I know that's not him. I know that's not him. You know? yeah. yeah. Whatever. It is what it yeah. is, right? Yeah. I, I, I miss backhauling. But, you know, at, at the end of it, I was on a, a sweet rig, you know, doing 12s on a big pad. You know, it was a pretty gravy job. But I I did my time. You know, I I started out, you know, at the bottom. And it was, it was yeah, hard yeah. work. But I miss it. 
I, I couldn't handle the weather you guys do anymore, but I miss vacalling. The uh, the good the cement jobs, you know, you gotta yeah. love a cement job every uh, every well on surface every twenty four yeah. hours roughly. Yeah. Always right? two o'clock in the fucking morning. Oh, dude, we had two of them <laughs> at like fucking noon and like ten o'clock in the morning, ten ten a.m. and noon last hitch, man. It was glorious. Oh man, did That's it did it in the sunlight? It was like oh. This? This That's pretty rare. Nice. Damn. No shit, dude. No yeah. shit. My favorite part about it, and you know, I've talked with the with the consultant. There was actually the consultant that's on this rig that I'm on now in Dawson, and mm -hmm. uh, I, I was talking to him a few months back, and I'm like, man, like everyone wants your job. Everyone thinks your job's cushy, right? But they don't mm -hmm. see the hair pulling, and they don't see oh, the yeah. tears, and they don't see you throw whipping shit across the room. They see the feet up TV on, right? Yeah. And exactly. and coffee in hand, and he's like, dude, the hardest part about my job. Is like when I I line like ten different services up to come out for a cement job, and yeah. then the then the cementers call me and be like, "Hey, we're stuck on this job. We're not gonna be here for a while." I gotta call ten different services back, reschedule, yeah. and then if the cementers free up early enough, they call me back. They're like, "Hey, we can come at this time now." And then I gotta yeah. call ten different services back and mm. schedule them again. And yeah, I yeah. wouldn't do their job. I wouldn't do their job. Fuck no, fuck yeah. no, man. Someone dies, that's all on you, man. You're going exactly to jail, right. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why they make good money yeah right we've had uh gord kitely on here from the second act podcast mm -hmm. and uh and he he was a consultant he started off you know washing the rig cli climbing the derrick washing the yeah. rig looking down into the consultant shack seeing the dude with his feet up saying i want that guy's job yeah. and over the course of 20 years he had that guy's job yeah. and then he had the guy that you know, the consultant works for, uh, you know, he, he had his job. Yeah. Right. And, uh, he said, he's like the guy who had life by the balls was the guy hanging from the rig, fucking scrubbing it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. you know, you, you know, that, that when I, when I first had this idea or when I first decided to go for it, I went to my consultant. I'm like, let's do this, man. Let's do this together. He's like, that's a great idea. I don't, you know, I don't think, I want any part of it, but he gave me the cash, like 1500 bucks to do what I needed to do at that, at that point. And he didn't want, he just says, pay, pay me back when you got a million bucks. That's all he said. So, just to pay him back. Yeah. Just to pay him back. He didn't want nothing. He just said, it's a good idea. Here's 1500 bucks. Go for it. Get her done. Yeah. Yeah. And have you been able to pay him back yet? No, not well. I don't have a million bucks yet. But no, you'll get it. You will get, get it for sure. Okay. I got the bag right here, man. Like I fucking love this, thing, dude. Like now, well, you, know, you, you should probably have a big bag, but ah, oh, shit, stickers are falling out of it. I love, <laughs> man, dude. You sent me a fuck ton of stickers too, man. You know, yeah. currency, currency, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, those oh, those fuck. things are all over Kelowna, man. Every construction site you go to in Kelowna, you see dirt bag all over the place. Hell yeah, you know, and it's not just for riggers either, right? Like, no. yeah, man, it's for guys who go to work and yeah. don't want to, you know, mix their shit uh, shit up, you know? Like, yeah. I carry my lunch. I don't want to carry my lunch in the same fucking duffel bag that I mm. carry in my coveralls and my boots in, you know? Yeah. And I don't want to carry my boots in one hand and the rest of my shit in the other, right? I want to exactly. put it all in one bag and carry one bag, you know? Yeah. And, well, I kept yeah. losing my shit. That's why, that's what made me think of it. Like right off the bat was because I, you know, I had somebody threw up my Dunlops and my heart out flew out the pickup or something like that. And that's when I thought I need a bag to carry all of it. And that's, that's when I thought of the design. And when I, the design that I thought of, like, 
it was probably 25 years ago sitting in a truck in the parking lot of a camp drinking beers with a buddy you know somewhere north of fort mac there and that's yep. where i had this idea in the bag that you see there is the picture i had in my head like 25 years ago exact that is, that the exact style and detail yeah that is beautiful you know yeah. i so in the summertime i leave the patch and i go work on a road crew i'm a gypsy yep. right like yep. I am a gypsy. I go from town to town, <laughs> hotel to hotel, and my work clothes get mixed in with my good clothes in my duffel yeah. bag, right? Yeah. And I try to separate. I'll put the dirty, dirty ones, you know, with road, road oil and asphalt oil mm -hmm. and shit like that in a garbage bag and yeah. put it in the bag. Now, I don't got to. You know, I'm going to carry yeah. two bags. One of them's going to mm -hmm. have my work gear in it. One of them's going to have yeah. my... What my regular clothes in it, which will be much smaller than my work gear. But and now I have a third bag, right? The podcast yeah. comes with me wherever I go. So you know, yeah. like uh, well, and just an because extra... it's got a hard hat pocket doesn't mean you got to put your hard hat in there. Or just because it's a boot pocket, you don't have to put boot pockets in there. You know, or you know, I've got guys that use them for dirt dirt bike riding and camping and hell yeah, you know, yeah. It's a, just because it's and just because it's a roughneck dirt bag doesn't mean you know you got to be a roughneck to own one, right? Fuck yeah, no, yeah. You know, roughneck yeah, has many different the name, and you know, anybody could be a roughneck, man. You yeah. know what I mean? It doesn't have to be a guy, a bottom feeder on the rig. You know, exactly. it could be, yeah. you know, it could be a bottom feeder anywhere. Yeah. And it's not. <laughs> we're not calling you a roughneck or a dirt bag. That's the name of the bag. If you don't like the, you know, if you don't like the name of the bag, then go buy someone else's bag. I don't. You know, you don't fucking fuck, care, it's just man. The name. You just you just bought, you just created a bag. If people buy it, they buy it. Yeah. Who the fuck cares, right? That's you know? right. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same, man. When I got merch, I got merch, right? And uh, I got my own shirts and hats and shit. Mm -hmm. People want to buy, they want to buy. You know, if they don't, they don't. Yeah. It, it, I get a lot of people that are offended, but you know what I mean? If, if you're offended, don't buy it. Don't look at it. Don't comment. I don't want to fucking hear about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Man, when I asked you to come on, you're like, I'm rough around the edges. And I was yeah. like, the podcast is rough around the edges, yeah. man. Like, well, I, don't, I, I don't really like people. You know, I like maybe three people and my dog. So to talk, <laughs> doing speaking and stuff like that, it's not really my bag. But I I love I love my dirt bags, and that's I'm passionate about it. That's Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. That could be taken as you love your, your dirt bags. Like the, the bags with the people that buy them that there are dirt bags. Both of them. Right. Oh, see, Both look them. at that. Mm. See that. Hell yeah. yeah. You know, when I made this bag, it's we we're not trying to get rich. We're making it, you know, we're getting it done as cheap as possible, but I'm selling them as cheap as possible. Like we're not we're not trying to get rich here. You know what I mean? I just wanted to have a, a good bag for the people out there that you know and not pay a bunch for it. Well, it feels like it's waterproof. It is the, the material is completely waterproof and like you can't rip that shit. You can stick a knife through it and rip it, sure, but you can't tear it. The and I put the same material on the inside as the outside, you know, double. Yep. Just so you can throw it in the driveway and pressure wash it, you know, when you get home from work. Hell but, yeah. And the, the zipper is water resistant. So I, I've tried to make it as waterproof as I possibly can without without going to that next step. The next step, the zipper is crazy expensive, and then i got to charge the customer. So I'm just trying to make it as best as I can, as cheap as I can. You know, that's, fuck, that's all I can do. Hell yeah, man. How much do you sell the small ones and the big ones for? Like, what's the price difference? The, the small one is $199, and the larger $250. I think right now they're on sale. The, the wife takes care of most of that. But, yeah, and I pay the, the same that I get charged the same for a big or as a, the small. 
You know what I mean? So, uh, but I, yeah, 199 for the small and 250 for the, like, the that's large. That's not bad at all, man. No. Considering what I'm feeling here, the quality and, you know, what, what it's made for, you can't buy a better bag no. than that, dude. As a guy no. who lives out of a bag on the road year-round, man, you know, like, I, I, I go through bags all the time, right? And, and I hear you. you. Know, this one here. And I was there. When I left the patch, I used to take a, a large bag and a small bag. The large, the, this is the best way to describe it is the large bag is for the Dunlops. The small bag is for your work boots. But I would take both. So when I'd go up to the rig, I would have everything I took was in those two bags. And then oh, yeah. when I'd come home, you know, it'd be, uh, you know, all my dirty clothes would be in a garbage bag and my, my bags would be full of free camp shit. Fill it up. Yep. Yep. I hear yeah. that, man. I, I bring yeah. cookies home for the kids, right? Oh, Every yeah. yeah. And little slices of cake for the wife, you know? You never know. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm trying to buy back my love, you know? Or buy back her love when I come home. It's like, hey, yeah. babe, I want, in, I want in the front door later on. Here's a slice of cake, you know? Like, front door, back door. I don't Can't care. Whatever one, gets, whatever one the cake buys, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Right on. So were you just a vac caller for like the whole time in the patch or? Yeah, pretty much. I started as a well tester. Oh, I was younger, like young, young. And then, yeah, I got into vac hauling and loved it and never looked back. I was doing it right up until, right until I had to quit to deal with dirtbag. So dirtbag was, you, you, you got, you came to like a crossroads with dirtbag where it's like your job was literally in the way of this, of this thing. Yeah, because well, we started. Uh, I was I was selling them while I was in the oil patch, and then my wife was doing most of it. So you know, it was just too much for. Right now, we're both working full time jobs, and then doing dirt bag on the side. She's doing she does all the computer stuff, and so. But yeah, I've got a I got a sea can put in my backyard. I got dirt bags in the garage. My probably two hundred dirt bags in the dining room. Another two hundred in the sea can. Yeah, uh, we just put a, you. a sticker on it and put it out in the driveway, and UPS picks it up. Man, I think it was like seventy thousand people now across the internet have seen my video, and a bunch nice. of people commented on it. Oh, I'm getting one. Oh, I gotta get one. Hey, just yeah. ordered, right? And I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah, man! Like, yeah. you know that my my whole thing with that was like, hey, man, you know, I gotta get this guy in the podcast, right? Like, nice. when I I I I reached out. I, I googled dirtbag, right? I had mm-hmm. to, right? I saw it, it yeah. came across my fucking feed like it always does, and yeah. that it's been there forever, and I see it, and I'm like, fuck, man, I gotta get this guy on my podcast, you know, cool. like it blew collar oil field podcast yeah. this guy's blue collar and oil field you know what fuck it. this bag you know designed for the oil field worker or blue collar worker in mind yeah. i gotta get this guy on so i googled the name out popped your number carmen i believe your wife yeah answered. yeah my wife talked, yeah. To her, talked to her for a little bit and she's like yeah i think that i think you'd love that and then fucking <laughs> you messaged me back like that night or the night night next night or whatever it was and i was like fuck yeah we gotta get this guy on yeah well i've never yeah. done a podcast before either so I'm popping your cherry. I'm a virgin, yeah, I'm a virgin. Not no more. I'm nervous, man. I don't like. I said I'm not big on speaking, but hey, you know what? Neither am I. I like to talk. Well, you seem to do pretty good. Well, yeah, talking is my wheelhouse, right? Yeah. But like, also ADHD, my mind moves a million yeah. miles a minute, yeah. and you know, like I, I get nervous. When I'm thinking about doing the podcast, yeah, I, I, I 99% of the time I want to back out. I want to be like, I don't know if I want to do this right yeah. now, right? Yeah. And then 
And then, and then I push myself. I'm like, Hey, we got to go. And then I do it. And then, you know, uh, a week before it comes out, I push, I push it out with like teaser clips. And then the day yeah. that it comes out, I'm just like, all right, you know, like, yeah. you know, here we well, go. You, Dragon's Den. I was, I was so nervous. And like, I, I come out, I got like in my winter park, uh, you know, my hard hat trying to look the part. Right. And you know what, when you're standing up kind of, they show your silhouette walking down, you know, past the glass. And then you walk down the steps yeah. well, before that you're standing behind a door and there's a camera on both sides. Yeah. And the producer screaming at me, telling me not to take no for an answer. And, and I'm just, just shut up and let me, you know, cause I had like a whole speech memorized, right? Like I had to yeah. plan for a couple of weeks. And as soon as I walked down those stairs, I could just feel the sweat coming and I forgot everything. Everything I fucking learned for the past week all went out the window, and it was all just by the seat of my pants. As soon yeah. as I seen those dragons, it was just like I just started sweating. Well, but yeah, it did okay. Kevin O'Leary is one of them now, isn't no, he? No, or that, is that the other one? Shark yeah, Tank. he started out Dragons Den, and then he's now Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah. I love that guy, man. Yeah, I love that guy. He's savage. Yeah, yeah. He's so well, that's the thing. And I went in there, and I went to this Dragons thing, not even wanting a deal. Like I think that I had like uh, I was asking for twenty five thousand for twenty five percent, which you know that that wasn't the deal I wanted, but I just wanted it to get uh, on air. I didn't want to have a deal because I figured I could do it on my own. You know, just me and the wife. We didn't need to give it to half of the company to someone else. You know what I mean? Because I don't want yep. partners and I don't want to borrow money or anything. We've just done it on our own. So yep. yeah, mm -hmm. um, I, I just wanted it to make television. So the, when I got a deal, it was I knew that I wasn't going to keep the deal because I wasn't going to give away 25% of my company unless they could, you know, prove that they were going to help me out big time. But the plan let's, was to do it on our own. Let's say, let's say, you know, 30,000 people watched that episode, right? Yeah. And let, let's just, let's just say 30,000 people right that night. And then over the course of time, another 40,000 people have watched it or through, through reruns and whatnot yeah. on social media and stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, out of let's say, yeah, let's say seventy thousand people all together, right? Have seen it over the course of time. Mm -hmm. If you can convert ten thousand people, like oh not not ten thousand, ten percent of whoever yeah. have seen it, you're yeah. you're killing it. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the way I see it too. Like, you know, when I first started getting into this, I'm looking how many oil field workers are in North America and you know, there's millions. So I'm like thinking of if I could just get one percent of all these people. You know, I've made it, but, you know, I figured it would be when, when I had this idea, I'm like, I, I'm a fucking genius. Within three months, I'm going to be living on a beach in Mexico. You know what I mean? But it just didn't happen that way. Yeah. You know, you take the long, hard road, right? Yeah, you know it's going to it's going to come. Yeah, I, well, I know it is. Yeah. It's only been five, six years, right? Dude, five, five and a half years. Yeah. How many bags have you sold in five and a half years? Uh, just over three thousand, I think. 3,000 bags in five yeah. years, man. So yeah. you're looking at a little more than what? You're looking at almost, well, under, under two, just under 2,000 bags a year? No? Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm shitty at well, math. So. Yeah, and we're, every year it, it's getting better and better, so. Hell yeah. How yeah. many How many did you sell off my video? How many, like you said, you said. Uh, uh, that's hard to tell. Right away, we started selling lots of black T-shirts, lots of black long sleeves. Yes. Yeah. And yes. The yeah. That's sick. I like that. Yeah. One. 
you had a, 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 a couple uh, bags with shirts and, but it's hard to tell which from that video, but yeah. you know, for two or three days after that video, we had, yeah, we had awesome sales. It was Fuck great. Yeah, I loved it, man. And every time we get a sale of, with a shirt or a dirt bag, the wife's phone does this little cha-ching. So oh, yeah, it's nice to hear that, eh? Every once in a while, you get the little cha-ching. The Shopify yeah. thing, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, and I love that. And do you do you just ship them right out of your house? Like, yeah, oh, someone ordered ship. Yeah, nice. That's what we do too with our merch and shit. My yeah. wife makes it all right here on this table that I'm currently yeah. recording this podcast on. I bought her the t-shirt press and oh, the, yeah. uh, the the sublimation printer and all that shit. She had a cricket, but we don't do vinyl no more. Fuck that. And uh, <laughs> I bought her all all that shit, and you know we do it right here, man. Right in we call this Frosty Studios now. Nice, so, not, nice. Not really, but like, yeah. Well, yeah. The wife does it in her office. I'm right. I'm sitting in my garage right now, but. Yeah, oh, yeah. She, uh, she just prints off a label, sticks it on the box, and puts it out the door. That's, yeah, that's unless we got a bigger orders and we got, you know, pallets going out and stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's mm. that's like so fucking dude, a well tester, really? Yeah, that was my very first job. Actually, I was the head cook at a K in Calgary, and I quit. Went into the bar to grab a beer, and I sat beside this stranger, and he offered me this job well testing, and that was my introduction to the oil field. Dude. Yeah, it lasted a couple of years, and then I got right into vacuum. What year was that? Oh fuck, <laughs> man, I, I couldn't even tell you. It's got to be shit. I <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. I took a job in Fort Mac of uh, in twenty. 20- shit 2012 2012 i took a job in fort mac and yeah. you know i worked in the patch just never in fort mac you know yeah. it was never like where i was working i think it was gp where i started but yeah. you know i got laid off and then i went home tucked my tail between my legs and you know mm-hmm. i i got i was addicted to the money right it was oh, like yeah. damn here we go and uh so i applied for a job in fort mac and i got it they flew me out and uh you know that was that was good that was a good time i was there for almost two years i think and um when i first landed though my first hitch i I landed in fort mac i'm in the airport 2012 i'm waiting on the crew van to pick me up right and i didn't know they were waiting on like 10 other people too but uh so i was i was getting out of the husky sunrise energy project Uh at the time right and like a lot of people on site so um I, I was sitting there and I, I struck up a conversation with this guy. Well, he struck it up with me and he's like, man, he's like, uh, my ride just canceled on me. I got to take a, I got to take a, a cab or whatever to, to Conklin. And from Fort Mac, that's a <laughs> yeah. nasty little cab. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Been there many times. He's like, I'm the hiring, ma- well, not the hiring manager. I'm like the super or whatever. At, I can't remember what kind of company it was. I don't remember. I remember minor details of the conversation, but he's like, He's like, you want to go to Conklin with me? He's like, I'll get you a job. You split this cab ride with me. And I was like, shit, man. I'm like, no, I got a job lined up here. I'm waiting for the fucking crew van right now, right? Like, I can't do that. I ended up being in Conklin eventually anyway, but uh, a couple (laughs) years down the line. But, um, yeah, no, and while I was waiting in the Fort Mac airport, man, it hit me. You know, like, uh, I got offered, like, three or four different jobs just sitting there. Hey, you want a job? You want a job? Get in the car. The truck's out front. Let's go. Yeah. Come on, you want a job? Want a job? I'm like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm waiting on the crew. Man, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I took this job, and like I said, I was a cook at the keg. And it was my first job. It was like 40 below. And we got sent somewhere down around Tabor. 
and the we landed on location and the the first 10 minutes the supervisor like cracked a union right off the wellhead and i guess it was full air pressure and it just blew and i automatically turned away and when i turned around buddy was like 20 feet away with a screw suit blowing right off his body it, he had to get airlifted out of there that was the, my very first oil field job very 10 minutes 10 minutes i lasted and this guy's getting shipped off in the helicopter Fuck, it was crazy. 40 below. I, I don't have clothes to, to work in 40 below weather. I was a cook, you know? Uh, yeah. It was brutal. It you was learn brutal. real quick, though, man. Oh, your, yeah. first 40, yeah. your first 40 below hitch or first 40 yeah. below shift, though, you know, nights or yeah. whatever, you learn real quick what to take with you and what not to take with you, right? That's like, right. It, it hits you. It yeah. hits you, right? Like, these boots. And it was a shit show. Stuff. Like, we, we, the, you know, the partying back then. You know, all all fucking night going to work all day, and everybody was up all night. It was just fucking crazy. There was no safety. Fuck all, right? It was, yeah. Those were the days. But yeah, yeah. That's that's in, that's insane, man. You yeah. know, like um, when I first started, it was there was not a lot of safety, but safety was just starting to come. Yeah, you know, come into come into play a lot. Mm. Like I remember blowing my finger apart with a five foot crowbar and a sledgehammer. Ugh. And yeah, took it right to the boat. Safety guy was standing right behind me, and he watched it happen. He's like, "Hey, you good?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Come over here," and he fucking poured water all over it, distilled water. And uh, he's like, "How's that feel?" I'm like, "I've never had something hurt more in my life." Right? And uh, he's like, "You want to go to the hospital?" I'm like, "No." Do I have a choice here? He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "No, I don't need to go to the hospital, man. I'm good." Right? And. Uh, <laughs> And I remember, man, we wrapped that thing. We it was this finger, man. We wrapped it up. I still can't bend it all the way, right? Oh, yeah. And and uh, I remember, man, like, you know, I'm like, fucking, that's awesome. No one's making me go to the hospital. Yeah. Right? yeah. Now, a couple of years ago, the exact same finger on the other hand. I uh, this the, there's a big ass scar on that finger. It took the knuckle yeah. clean off with. Uh, I was working for my dad, and um, fast forward to a couple of years ago. I'm I'm in a vessel cleaning it out, right? Cleaning out the Mister Pads. You know all about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, man, the fucking the, there were little spikes hanging out the side of them from where the welder, the guy I was working with, he's like, "We volunteer to take them out for you guys, and we'll clean them, and then we'll take them back up the scaffolding and put them back in." <laughs> That's not our job, bro. We're there to clean them. That's it, right? Like, let them figure out how to get yeah. them all. I couldn't. I couldn't be like, nah. He's right. After he, after he, you know, volunteers. I'm like, yeah, we're men. We'll do oh, this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Fucking, they were chewing through our gloves all day long, man. Putting giant holes in them. It was only a matter of time before somebody got it more than a glove, right? Yeah. Just happened to be the last of Mister Pat. It just happened to be my fucking finger, right? It went in uh -huh. here and came out the other side, man, oh, right through that fuck. scar. Dude, they didn't give me the option if whether I wanted to go to the hospital or not. They made me go. They're like, yeah. hey, hey, you're going to the hospital and you can't drive yeah. yourself, right? I'm like, I can drive with my other hand. I'm fine. It's like half hour away. He's like, <laughs> no, you got to get your, your safety guy out here and he's got to come and get you. Well, the safety guy hemmed it hot about it. Didn't want me to fucking, didn't want to come out to get me. Didn't want to come out, yeah. So they sent the, the um, whatchamacallit out, the supervisor out to get me. We go. He, the supervisor drives me back to camp, gets out of the truck, and says, "Here, go to the hospital." I'm like, "Okay, fuck yeah. it, I don't care." So I went to the hospital, man, and yeah, yeah, away we went. Yeah, 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 away we went, man. And you know, like 
that finger's good. I can I can bend it. No feeling up here anymore, but like we're good. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it used to be, man. It's now it's it's crazy. Even oh. here down on the construction sites and stuff, it's it's out of control. Well, we're the most regulated oil patch in the world, right? We have the most red tape and shit like that and, and yeah. the biggest safety in, in the world, right? And, you know, they want to regulate it more and more and more. And it's like, how could you regulate this anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah. It makes it, it tough to do the job sometimes, you know? Like, I know yeah. everybody home safe, but fuck, just leave, leave them alone and let them do their fucking job. You know, there are some really good safety officers out there that be like, yeah. hey, hey, I trust you. Yeah. I tr it's on my mind. I have a family I want to go home to. Of course, yeah. And I'm going to do this as safely as I can. Might be a little bit cowboy, but, like, I'm I'm going as as, as best as I can here with yeah. what I'm given, right? And if yeah. I sense anything's going wrong, I stop immediately. Yeah. Right? I'm like, that's it, you know? Um, fuck, dude, same job where I fucking hit my finger to the bone. I'm working on a gravel crusher, right? I'm inside the inside the jaws. They called it the bear, the bear jaw or whatever the hell. I can't remember what it was. Bear traps? Mm, I don't know. They feed the fucking gravel into the thing. Yeah, the I know. Or, or, uh, um, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know yeah. What you mean. Grizzly so, bar. The grizzly, that's it. Yeah, we had uh, so once a week we had to go down and climb down this belt get into the thing and clean it out took 12 hours to do this damn thing right, right? took a whole shift so i'd get in there i'd clean a little bit out on the belt and i had to leave i couldn't do too much at a time i had to be able to get back out of there right and the hole is like it, so you climb down the belt you go like 90 degrees and you go up right okay. and uh yeah and i had to get a little bit off the walls and shit like that and then leave enough room for myself to get back out the belt yeah and then give the signal once i was up to you're good to go right well i came up with a smart ass idea it'll take less time we can get <laughs> more production done i've got a seat inside the damn thing i can hold on to the bars i'll get as much as i can off and someone stands up top and i'll tell them when it's good right so i'm like if i slip i fall there's bad communication at all i'm dead Right, because it's straight down, and then like a ninety degree up a belt with two fucking blades sitting down like this. <laughs> yeah, and I couldn't even wear my hard hat there because going between those two things, my hard hat was too big. Oh, yeah. So like, yeah, I I would have been dead immediately, right? So Ugh. I was in there, took eight hours to do. Save yourself four hours, man. Like hell yeah, I looked like a fucking genius, right? So like, <laughs> fucking, I'm in there doing it the one day. And I'm, I go to sit on the little ledge and I slipped a little bit. And I told the guy up top, I'm like, you're good. And I slipped a little bit. I'm like, shit, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I grabbed onto the bar last second. I'm like, we're good, we're good, right? He couldn't hear me anyways, even if yeah. I said, even if I was screaming. You wouldn't hear shit. You wouldn't know until there was blood coming out of the fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. And 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 uh, the guy that was up top, I got him a job. I didn't trust him. I, you know, I didn't know him. I, it was a, a favor for his wife. Oh, yeah. And I knew her. And his eyes, man, his eyes freaked me the <laughs> hell out, dude. He'd look down at me just like, right? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm done in here. I don't want to be in here anymore. Like, that guy is not going to listen to me properly. Something's going to go wrong with communication. He was he was definitely the hard R, right? Like, it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't take chances like that kind of shit anymore. I was 20 oh, yeah. years old, man. I was 20 yeah. years old, right? I'm yeah. mid-30s now. That was 15 years. Oh, yeah, I'm 50. Jesus. Yeah. If I if I fall down now, you know, shit, shit fucking, you know, I don't just get up anymore. 
You know, oh, what I mean? dude, fall down. Next thing you know, my ankle, my knee, my hip, everything's fucking sore. Oh fuck! I don't have to fall down. I just lay down. And I go oh. and get up. It's like that, you know. <laughs> Getting old sucks, man. Dude, my kids right now, uh, they've been since the beginning of school this year. I think they haven't been sick for maybe three weeks. My oldest daughter likes to lick everything she sees, <laughs> right? And like, whenever I come home on days off, I'm like, "Hey, you cut that shit out for a couple of weeks before I come home." Right? Yeah, like, yeah. Don't yeah. do whatever. My wife had pneumonia at the beginning of the year because of it. Oh, fucking, yeah. fucking, dude. Like, I, I, there's been maybe a month since September where I haven't been sick. Right? Really? I started feeling good. You know, my daughter started getting sick, but started getting a little bit better before I came home this time. I'm like, good, good, good. A couple days ago, had to take her to urgent care. Not feeling like really? sicker than a fucking dog. My nose like is stuffed flu? up today. I don't know, man. My nose is stuffed up today, though. No, I'm ready to start throwing. I'm ready to start throwing hands at a six year old. So, <laughs> no, yeah, I've had like a cold, like being sick for forever. But you know, it's my. I sprained my ankle like six months ago and just hasn't healed. I've been limping ever since. Six months I've been limping around. You're not 20 anymore, right? You no. sprain your ankle when you're 20. You're back up and running. Oh, in a yeah. I used days, to be nothing. Man. used to do it it's every insane. weekend. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's insane, man. This yeah. It's crazy. How long have you and Carmen been together? 10, 10 11 years. Good for you guys, man. Yeah. It's awesome. The wife yeah. and I have been married 11 years this year together for 18 Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. You met in uh, Edmonton or what? No, we went to school together in Ontario where we're from there. Oh, yeah? No, we've known of each other since grade oh, 7. Yeah. We've been together since grade 11 oh. and married for 11 years. So, yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, man. It's when you know, you know, right? Like, yeah. There's a couple times in our youth where I was like, I got what I wanted. I got to get the fuck out of here. And she didn't take, no, she didn't take, she didn't take that as an acceptable answer. So she dragged my ass back every time. So that's good. Yeah. Man. yeah we, we have a, we have a great relationship, man. We don't, we've to this day have never fought, never raised her voice to each other. Nothing. Yeah. Hell yeah. Was, yeah. She's awesome. And she takes care of dirt bag. She knows what she's doing on the computer and the books. And she does, she's our accountant. She does everything. Yeah. Couldn't do it without her. Takes takes the smart woman behind the scenes, oh, man. You know, like, dude, you you're not smart enough to handle that shit. No, yeah, no, I, yeah. no. I wouldn't be able to do it though. Like I said, I, yeah, I'd have to hire people, and you know, it probably wouldn't be worth it at this point. You know, what I mean, yeah, I man. Really do all that, so yeah, yeah. She's she's the brains of the operation, that's for sure. Hell yeah! What what? Uh, where'd you guys meet? Um, online. I was actually. When, when I first started talking with her, I was on the rigs. I think all my stuff was in, in storage, and I was going to Mexico. I was single, going to Mexico at the end of every month for about two years. I'd do my 30 days on the rig and seven days in Puerto Varda. And I just got sick of it. So and I, then I started going on these dating sites and and figured that I would move to Kelowna because it's the, one of the nicest places in Canada, right? Yeah. And uh, – yeah, she was my first date, and I was, just, I was planning on dating all these girls and having fun in Kelowna. But she was the first one that that answered, and yeah, that was it. 
So yeah, Hell yeah, man, that's yeah. that's that's awesome, man. I yeah. love that. Mine, yeah. we shared a locker in grade twelve. We shared a locker really? in grade twelve, man. I wasn't allowed to keep it dirty anymore. You know, <laughs> yeah. I every other year I had half a year's worth of laundry in there. Yeah, the year and like I found food I didn't even know I had brought at some point. Right, grade grade twelve comes around, man, and it's like ah, there's pink fucking post-its in there, and little ears, and right like. On. Oh, dude, and it was clean. I do. I'm pretty sure she sprayed it with perfume too. Like, you know, like okay, this is cool, sweet. Thank you. Right on. <laughs> yeah, High school man. sweethearts. Yeah, man. You know, it's it's been a blast. Uh, I've I, I met her brother. I don't remember meeting her brother. Like now I do. He made me remember. But like I met her brother like a year before that. I think walking home from school and I was being very obnoxious to him and his friends. And when, when his sister brought me home, he's like, why the fuck are you bringing this guy here? Like, let me tell you what he said to me the first time I ever met him. I don't remember anymore, but like, you know, and, but yeah, man, there's, you know, he's still like that 20 years later, man, you know, we, we, we don't really talk much him and I like, but you know, he yeah. still views me as, as that kid who fucking oh, yeah. was obnoxious on the way home from school that one time. <laughs> oh yeah. fuck. That was what? 12 years ago or 20, long, 20 years ago. Yeah. Fuck. I left an impression. Oh, well. People change. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> so sure. I have a question for you. You know, what viscosity yeah. is right. You worked on the rig. Yeah. All right, what, what, what's viscosity in your in your own words? In your what did in you your say viscosity? 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 Yeah. Viscosity. What the fuck does that mean? It doesn't have to have to do with the mud, or yeah, the thickness. Yeah, the thickness of the mud going down hole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the mud man deals with viscosity. Yeah, there can deal with that shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. What about it? Well, the the podcast is sponsored is where I'm going with it by the oh. Mudman. The Mudman sponsors the podcast. Yeah, he, got, he has his own like he's revolutionizing the the position and and all the equipment you can oh, use yeah. while you're doing it. You know, like it, it's pretty neat. Check it out. He was actually on the podcast. Uh, shit, fuck, I don't even know, man. Ten weeks ago or some shit. Yeah, like he does that, that little know? thing with the fucking with the weights and shit. Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the mud man sponsors the podcast and he deals oh. in the thickness of your load. The thickness of your load. The thickness of your load. He's <laughs> got your back and your front. <laughs> www.mudman.com or mudmarket.com uh, for all your drilling fluids and laboratory testing equipment needs. The mud man. Mud man. How thick is your load? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. No, it's. Uh, it's been a good partnership, man. I've known the guy. The relationship with him predates the podcast, and you know, oh, yeah. uh, he he came up to me. I think around episode like eight or nine. And oh, he's yeah. like, hey, man, I noticed your your audio and shit's getting a little bit better. Like, you know, I, I just I went back and washed, and I was using uh, corded headphones. Oh and yeah, and that changed a lot. Before <laughs> that happened, you know, the audio was dog shit. So he's like. I sponsored the podcast for five episodes and you know we get you a mic and a headset and that's where this shit comes from um so nice. around I think around episode 14 we started talking about it five episodes later was 19 here we are 53 54 wow four episodes in 55 episodes in talking about the mudman stuff so how many years is that 
Oh, I put one out a week, so uh, you know we're fifty-four weeks into her. Wow, good yeah. for you, man. That's yeah, awesome. uh, episode fifty was a big one. I wanted to get Mike Rowe on. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Couldn't couldn't get him on, but you know we're we're not done trying. You know, if he has to be at a later date, we'll get him. Mike, I'm coming for you, big dog. Has, so. has he ever talked to you? Never. No. No. But who I who I also wanted on uh, episode fifty. You know, I I was trying for like four or five weeks before we got there. Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams. He was on the Deepwater Horizon, and uh, oh, yeah. I reached out. I reached out. Mudman got me his phone number actually within oh, yeah. eight hours. Yeah. And. Uh, Reached out, and the guy blocked my number. So, like, you know, I really? understandably, understandably, man, he doesn't want to deal with that shit, right? It's it's something that what he wants to leave in the past, and you know, I lots guess. of people died, and it's traumatic. I understand. I gotta respect that. Yeah, but he could have he could have answered your call and told you that. Yeah, he told me to call him back in two weeks, and uh, when I called him back two weeks to the day, he uh, you know never answered. And you know what you're. I I I went through my um, my emotions with it, you know the the steps, the grieving steps. It's kind of mm -hmm. not grieving, but I, at first, you know, I understood. I was disappointed, yeah. but I understood. And then yeah. I was a little mad, you know, because you know, hey, tell me no, right? I'm yeah. I'm not. I haven't heard no yet. I've been calling them from other people's phones ever yeah. since, right? Never answers a Canadian number, so no. you know, whatever. And and uh, you know, now I get it. I I completely understand, right? I. I'm back to completely understanding. Um, there was a thing there I went through with it for a little bit. It was like, well, shit, you answered the phone from Mark, Wal Mark Wahlberg when he called, right? You know? Like, well, Mark Wahlberg played played him in the movie, right? And no. Mike, Mike worked closely with him. But I didn't even know there was a movie. Oh, yes. Deepwater Horizon. But he probably got paid a fuck ton of money to take care of his family as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm on that, on that fence, right? Like yeah, yeah. I'm allowed to be understanding and upset at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I'm allowed. I'm allowed. It's allowed to yeah. happen. So yeah. whatever. I, I respect his decision, but I'm also disappointed a little bit. Oh, well, yeah. Hey, speaking of, speaking of movies, um, we had gotten a call from uh, a producer in, uh, he said he was doing a movie in Austin, Texas, about the drilling rigs, and one of his lead actors has requested a roughneck dirtbag to be in the movie. Shut up. So we're like, oh, okay. You know, it kind of sounded fucking sketchy, but it was a Texas phone number. So we looked into it, and sure enough, it was legit. And, and we ended up sending them um, – Four small bags, four big bags, shirts, hard hat stickers. So now they made this movie. It's called uh, Chocolate Lizards. Shit. It's with um, uh, Thomas Hayden Church. You know, he was the uh, the uh, Sandman in the Spider-Man movies. Oh, okay. And yep, the big motherfucker. The mechanic. Yeah. The mechanic yeah. in that sitcom Wings. Yep, I know who that yeah. is. Yeah, he's that yeah. big motherfucker. Yeah. He's, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's the lead actor and Carrie Ann Moss from... Uh, the Matrix movies. Yeah. She's his wife in the movie. And then some other young kid. But yeah, it's about a, a guy that's got a drilling rig and, you know, he's got 30 days to strike oil before, you know, the bank takes it kind of thing. Damn. But yeah. So we haven't heard much since because the, the, the writer's strike happened, right? So that kind of slowed everything down. Yeah. But we hear that it's released in, um, I think, on American Netflix. Okay. But 
Yeah. As, as far as we haven't seen it yet, we don't know. So I don't like talking about it a lot, but um, you know, they send us just pictures from the teleprompter, but like all, all the hard hats in the movies have my stickers that like right where the drillers control box is my big stickers right there. Um, they sent a picture with Thomas Hayden church with it on his shoulder. So yeah, that's badass. Man. Yeah. And it's, it looks like a good movie. So, oh, dude, I'm going to go, I'm going to go pirate the shit out of it when we're coming yeah. here, man. I'm going to watch it tonight. The chocolate lizards. It's about, um, it has something to do with chocolate lizards is a type of cowboy boot, I think. Okay. But apparently it's a remake from the fifties, but yeah, if, if that, you know, if that comes out, apparently it got, um, first place at the Dallas, uh, film festival. So maybe it's a good movie and maybe it'll. You know, never know. You right? might be paying that consultant back when that movie comes out, my fuck friend. Yeah, <laughs> fucking right, fuck man. Yeah. That's sick. That's yeah. that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, but you know, um, we haven't got got any proof pictures or anything yet, so I'm not sure how much it's shown. But they say that if it if it is, the logo will be visible and upright. And yes, Ooh. no, that's fucking Fingers awesome, crossed, man. man. Yeah, I'm Dude. excited to see it. I just want to see my bag, you know, on TV like that. Hollywood, man. Yeah. That bag goes Hollywood. Fuck yeah. It's crazy. Fuck, man, that's slick, yeah. man. Good for you. Mm. Fuck, man. That's Thank what you. I'm talking about. You know, one yeah. of our own, man. You know, like mm. Dragon's Den. Fucking, yeah. fucking Hollywood, man. Like, yeah. look at you go, bro. Yeah. Like, fuck The Dick Frost Show. Fuck. The Dick Frost Show. You yeah. heard about it here first, guys. <laughs> You heard about it here on on the throne with Dick, you know? Yeah. Like, fuck, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and if you do happen to find that movie, let me know. Oh, I will, man. I'm gonna go. Yeah, look I don't know anybody that's got it. American American Netflix, or even if it is out yet. I know it's it's been released because it made it to the the film festival, but I think it's just because of the delays with the writers. Yeah. Yeah. Strike I'm gonna. That. I've got my um my Amazon Fire Stick, and I have it um. Like whatchamacallit there. Um fire firewall or whatever. I have a fire I can't remember what it's called. Okay. Anyways, I have it fucking I can watch whatever I want and when I type type it in, I usually usually get jailbroken. I have it jailbroken so I can watch oh. anything anywhere. Really? And, and oh yeah, man. I'm gonna go look for it when we're done here, man. That's fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah let wife, me know. The wife I'm and excited I gotta to hear watch about it. Yeah, the wife and I gotta watch a movie tonight. So I gotta go. get up. I gotta get up early in the morning, uh, you know, because fucking I wasn't. I was supposed to go back to work today, oh, yeah. and then uh, my boss. Well, yeah, today was supposed to be my last day off, and then they're calling me up and they're like, "Hey, um, your H two S and first aid expires in like three weeks." Like, and the place, the the, the class that you go for um, is right down the street from your house. Friday, do a course. Saturday, do a course. Then we're at the at New Year's. Stay home until the first, and we'll come get you. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Those are shitty fucking courses on that first aid, man. Oh, that's the I don't worst care. Thing. I no? don't care. No, I don't care. I get eight hours paid for it. Yeah, fuck I, I care. Fuck. I'm City. getting my wife to bring me something to eat, some some <laughs> some, some some sort of fast food, anyway. <laughs> right on. Yeah, um, man. No, that's huge, though, dude. Yeah. Like, like, uh, have you sold any bags to any like famous people or any like, like? Not like that I know of. Uh, I I sent a bag up to uh, um, what's his name, Mitch on Gold Rush. Oh you know, yeah, Gold Rush. Yeah. 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 So Mitch, the mechanic, he has a bag. So I just 
I just kind of got a hold of him on Instagram and I'm like, check out this bag. And I sent him one and, but I haven't really heard much from him. I don't know. Oh, maybe, fuck, man. maybe he's just um, busy. I don't know. You know, Rust Valley restores. Yeah. Yeah. They're coming on the podcast in, really? uh, in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Hell yeah. Man. Uh, Mike, Mike Hall. Isn't that? Yeah. 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 I love that guy's Favorite. voice, man. Like, yeah, I, I love his voice and yeah. his, his voice just like, sends the blood flowing down south you know it's fucking so who's all coming on the show just him or him and avery or i'm not sure who's all coming on uh they were supposed to come on but one of the guys um i'm not sure how much i can talk about it one of the guys had a health issue and i think has oh. to lose his foot so oh. uh we'll get into that when when they come on but you know i'm, I'm excited for that one you know um yeah Fucking who else is coming on here? Shit, we've been talking to them quite a bit. Fucking oh, Captain Dave Marciano from the fucking Wicked no. Luna. Yeah, man. Really? Captain Dave followed him back. Ah, uh, shit. So last year when the podcast started, I reached out to him, right? And he followed me back on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh I I've been talking to him in the DMs a little bit here and there, and you know, he gave me his contact person. And so I emailed the contact person, heard nothing back for a long time. Emailed again, heard nothing back. I'm like, son of a bitch. And I, so I messaged him. I'm like, man, you good to come on? He's like, yeah, you just gotta, they didn't forget to hold for you. I'm like, no. So then I waited until maybe three weeks ago and I emailed again, right? And uh, she got a hold of me. She's like, hey, I'm no longer the point of contact for Dave. She's like, I haven't been for like months, like almost a year. She sent me the point of contact. I emailed them right away. They got back to me and they're like, hey, this is perfect. Like season nine or whatever's dropping in February. Yeah. So maybe this will be good to get them on for season nine. You know, just before nice. it drops. And I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Like Dave He's like a pilot or something too, isn't he? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Like a, like a commercial airline. No, pilot. no. That's, that's the guy from the dot com. Oh, yeah. So who yeah. are you talking about? Dave, uh, hard merch. His boat. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, his boat's nice. breaking down on him. Yeah, he's so, cool guy. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude, he's great. I wanted Paul too. You know, Paul. Yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. Wicked, wicked pisser. Yeah, wicked pisser. Yeah. Wicked pisser, man. But like Paul, Paul never messed me back. You know, He'd I be a good guest. He would. Dave, Dave went first, but Paul follows me back as well. So yeah, you know, cool. uh, yeah, yeah, man. It's it's. I'm having a lot of fun with the podcast, you know. You That's get, cool, get, man. Get a lot of, you know, um, I started out on TikTok and the socials, right? I built yeah. a decent following before I started the podcast, right? Yeah. And I think that's helped a lot. You know, I've rubbed shoulders with a lot of cool people that, like, you know, yeah. I've looked up to and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I had Ed the Sock. Remember Ed the Sock? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I had Ed the Sock back on back on episode 11. Holy and, shit. Yeah, and he told me that uh you know the sometimes the, the 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 funniest part is trying. Just reach out to everybody. Yeah. Right? You never yeah. know who's going to answer back, right? Yeah. And and that's you know I, that's been my mantra. I don't care who you are, how big you are. I reached out to Bo Duke. Uh what the fuck's his real name in real life? Roy uh, Roy Schneider. Roy uh Bo is that yeah, John Schneider. Schneider. John Schneider, not John Schneider. Yeah, I reached yeah. out to him. Haven't heard anything back yet. I'm gonna email him again. The dude just lost his wife like a year ago, and he's writing letters to heaven. That there is an album or whatever, and he, every day he puts out a new poem for his wife. And the guy is fucking incredible. Um, I reached out to him. You know, nothing yet, but mm-hmm. we're working on it, man. You know, it's cool. it's it's been a lot of fun, and that's yeah. when I was like, you know what, I'm gonna reach out to fucking Gary from Dirtbag, and and you know what, if he doesn't 
he doesn't, you know, but at least I tried. At least I did my part. Why, why, I, I, why wouldn't somebody come and have a chat with you? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Mike Rowe, where the fuck you yeah. at, dog? Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> Fucking dirty jobs. Then he's got Mike. his own podcast, too. He's he's busy. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And that's why, you know, and I, I when I started out, I tried to contact all the dragons, all the sharks, all those guys, you know, when I was first starting out. And, you know, get all pissed off because they don't reply or whatever. But, you know, they're they they're busy. They're fucking, yeah. they're rich and they're rich because they're busy. That's right, dude. That's right. I'm not even fucking rich and I'm busy and I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really trying to get rich, but like yeah. I'm fucking busy. You know, I'm. I'd like to be rich, but you know what I mean. It's just yeah. takes time. Working over a hundred hours a week, doing the podcasts, fucking wow. making videos on social media, being yeah. a family man. You know, like, dude, there's and then I still got to sleep in there somewhere, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like. You know, so we're we're busy. We're we're busy. It's a fulfilling life, you know. Don't ever yeah. let anyone tell you that they're too busy to do anything, right? Because you know, like, yeah. hey, well, I just think, you know, there's we have no kids, and I, I just couldn't imagine having kids. I feel so busy already, and you know what I mean. Having kids on top of that, man, hats off to you guys. That's. I I tell my wife all the time I can go work on a on a cement job for thirty yeah. hours. I can I can pull a twenty five hour day, no problem. Yeah. Go back to camp, have a teeny bit of energy left over before bed. Yeah. I spent eight hours chasing these kids around and I'm cooked. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. I got a dog, he keeps me. <laughs> God. No, yeah, man. It's no no kidding. <laughs> so where are you from originally? Brandon, Manitoba. Brandon, Manitoba. Hey, yeah. the, the the Paris of the Prairies. The shithole. Shithole of Manitoba. Well, didn't didn't uh, the Tragically Hip, you know, label that? The, the, we're all just, uh, whatchamacallit. Weak Kings. Weak Kings. Kings. The song Weak Kings. Yeah, but I, I don't, I, apparently that had nothing to do with the fucking Weak Kings. It, it means something else, but. Oh. That is where the Weak Kings are from, but. Yeah, the Brandon yeah. Weak Kings, yeah. Uh, Braden Shen played for the Weak Kings for a little while. It's been so long. Back when I watched the Weak Kings, it was like Ron Hextall. Ron Hextall was the goalie for the Holy Brandon. Holy shit, man. You are old. Yeah, yeah. He used to come <laughs> out and skate over from the front line or the middle line. Yep, yep. Yeah. Man, Fight. that's fucking, dude, I, I that's love Hextall, cool. man. He, now he, he just got let go of the Pittsburgh Penguins front office, didn't he, before the start of this season? I didn't even know he was there. Yeah, exactly. He went from Brandon to, well, I don't Philadelphia. know, after Brandon, but he was the goalie for, in Philadelphia for a while. Yeah. And then I think he was like GM. I think he might have been the GM of the of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, really? Yeah, he worked with uh, Brian, uh, Brian Burke. Wow. And they both got yeah. shit canned before the season started. Yeah, that was a long time ago, I think. And the, my very first Brandon Weeking game, he got into a, a fight with the other goalie. They of course he did. Across, yeah. And actually, it was a bench brawl. Every player was on the ice, and that was my very first hockey game. And there was blood on the ice. It was fucking great. Didn't Hexall get into it with Ray Emery? Uh, I don't know. That doesn't, the name doesn't sound familiar. Fucking Ray. Ray Emery was a goalie for Ottawa. Chicago, Ray Emery's from Hamilton, where I'm from originally, and he oh. died a couple years ago. Uh, he got drunk on a boat and drowned in the river, or in the, really? in, the in the river, I guess. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. man. It is, dude. It is. Anyways, buddy, I don't I don't want to keep you too late. It's getting to be, you know, pretty late there. I don't know if you want to keep going, keep going if you if No, it's it's up to you. Like I'm not I'm not a very interesting guy. That's about as interesting as I get, buddy. Hey, man, I think this has been an interesting conversation. So like, you, need, you know, you ever make your way out here or what? A west? Uh, so we lived in fucking Coquitlam for a little while. Oh, yeah. Um we 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 like to travel a lot. I think this spring we're gonna make our way to Seattle. We like to take road trips, go to right. Seattle. We'll go down, you know, Edmonton mm-hmm. to Calgary, Calgary through Kanaskis, up yeah. and come up through the south side of Seattle. And on the way back, we're gonna go. We'll go through Vancouver and yeah. do a giant circle around the Pacific Northwest there. And on our way back, we'll probably hit Kelowna. So yeah, you should swing in. We'll have a barbecue or something, man. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm always down for a barbecue, especially yeah. if My someone house is else always is open. I've always got cold beer, coldest beer in town. What's the price of gas in Kelowna right now? Oh, uh, fuck. I don't even, I don't, I, I work like two minutes away from here. I drive a Mini Cooper. I don't even, I can't remember the last time I bought gas. You traded the diesel, jacked up diesel in for a Mini yeah, Cooper. I did. I sold my truck to throw it in the fucking dirt bags right off the bat. And it's just because I, I didn't need it. I wasn't going back and forth to Alberta anymore. And then, I don't know, for some reason, we picked up this Cooper just because it was, you know, it was fun to drive at first. But And it's a fun little car, but I've got it all dirt bagged up. It's got sticker or, like, logos on the side. And, Hell, yeah. You got to yeah. send me a picture of that. Yeah. and But it goes like fucking stink. Uh, it's a fun car to drive. But, yeah, very little gas, man. That's great. There's another creator on TikTok. I'm going to get, like, absolutely murdered if I don't bring her up. I don't know. She she said she reached out to you there last year. She got a bag. Uh-huh. Um, her name's Kennedy Tort Girl. And, you know, she, she got a bag and she did a giveaway with the bag on TikTok, which is what I'm going to do when you send me, uh, when you said you're sending me a big one. I'll send you, I'll send you one tomorrow. Uh, It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'll do a, I'll do a a giveaway with one year too, but shout out to Kennedy who, who's like, man, like I I did that last year. Right. And I I don't recall doing that for anybody else, or maybe she just bought it and did it without telling me, but. Maybe, maybe. I think yeah. she said she emailed you, and I'm like, oh, did you call him, right? Because, like, you know, I, mm-hmm. I called, right? I was like, hey, I'm finding this dude's phone number. Yeah. And, like, I don't rest. I, I scour <laughs> the internet until I get what I'm looking for, right? I, <laughs> I know if it's on, like, page 30 of Google, I'm, I'm going there. <laughs> right? I know everything I'm looking for is on the internet somewhere, so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you what, that'd be great to do a contest. Hell yeah, man! I'll give yeah. I'll give one away in, in a live somewhere or or hey, yeah. the the we'll talk about it here right now. Fuck it, you know when we do get it, you know give give uh, Gary a, a follow on in Instagram at Dirtbag mm-hmm. Distributors. You know, give him a follow. Uh, you got to follow, like the post. Fucking, I don't know. Fuck, we'll figure something out, right? Yeah. Um, your name will get entered into uh, into the draw, and then you know I'll fucking give the bag away. For sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, that sounds good, man. Hell yeah, man. We'll get more. I'm always up to Hell yeah. I'm always up to stuff like that. I I like giving them free, but you know I can only do so many. But the wife gets mad. I hear that, man. I got a lot. I I, we do hard hat stickers, and on my website they're a dollar a piece. Oh yeah. Um, I think I'm up to giving like at least a thousand or more away now. Yeah. And she's pissed, and I'm (laughs) like, hey, you know what? Like, 
got to get the yeah. name out there somehow. Right? Stickers, yeah. Yeah, I give them away. I dirt, like I said, you go to a construction site in Kelowna here and you'll see dirt bags somewhere or on the back of a uh, a concrete trucks uh, trailer. They're everywhere. Hell yeah, man. You got to yeah. do that. You know, hard yeah. stickers are currency. That's right. That's right. Hell yeah. They yeah. tell a story, right? There's, That's right. Yeah. there's a song, Oilfield Cowboy by West St. John, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, he says, my, my, uh, my, I got hard at stickers on this whole lid that tell a story, right? Yeah. And yeah. it does. It tells a story, man. Your, your, your lid is that's why, that's why my hard hat pocket is a mesh so that when your hard hat's in there, there can be five dirt bags there. And you can tell which bag is yours just by seeing the stickers. You know what I mean? That's, that's why I made it like that. Yeah. That is, that's a sick idea, man. I yeah. really like that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, because yeah. I can I can see my my hard hat from across the leash. You know what I mean? I know it's my hard hat. Well, so. mine is uh, mine's blue, and a lot of people have blue, but like mine has sort of become maybe not to anyone but myself. My hard hat's become like an icon, right? So oh, like, yeah. the blue hard hat with the with the glasses I wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah. it's my. I have a sticker with it on there. You know, it's my hard hat, right? Yeah. And yeah. so like, fucking. Yeah, man, my heart, you know my heart, Ebony. Yeah. And I love that damn thing. You know, I remember it went missing for a little bit and I had to rock a black one and it just didn't feel the same. You know, I was like, yeah. this isn't my heart hat. Yeah. This is, I have an unhealthy relationship with my heart hat. <laughs> well, and they're all supposed to be good for three years, aren't they? Three that's or five not years. Even, that's not talking about how long my uh, heart <laughs> has been around. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I've had mine for, I bet you, 10, 10 now. So I replaced the, uh, I replaced the, um, the harness on the inside yeah, of it a couple yeah. of times, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe that gives it new life. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I've loved, they've gone flying out of the back of my pickup and you know, that's what made me think of the dirt bag, designing the dirt bag is keep my hard hat in a, in a bag, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Can't lose your hard hat. Fuck. No, fuck no, man. You lose that. That's your identity. That's, that's right. That is become a part of who I am. Yeah. And you got to get a brand new one. And then everybody, you know what I mean? Everyone knows it's a brand new hard hat. Oh, you throw it in an invert tank. No stickers. Yeah, that just doesn't fly. Just throw it in an invert tank, spray it <laughs> off a little bit, put it yeah. back on, you're good to go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, man, I, I like to end the podcast. You know, I don't want to take up too much of your time. But I, so, like, I, I like to end the podcast with one last final question. And, you know, it, it stumps a lot of people, but. Um, Mount Rushmore has four of the most influential people on, on the face of the rock. And uh, if you could have your own Mount Rushmore, four people you look up to inspire to be, or that inspired you, uh, who would they be and why? Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, Donald Trump. Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> fuck you. Like four people I, I look up to. Yeah, man. Four people. They could be dead, alive, fiction, nonfiction. I'd say I'd say my dad being one. Um, look up to. Talk is that, to a, is that, that a sticker? Is that a sticker on your chair? Or do you have that etched in there? That's a sticker. Oh yeah. Fuck! I got dirt bag on everything in here. No, you got dirt bag mugs and everything, eh? Oh yeah. You gotta do it, man. You gotta put that shit. Nothing makes you feel better than seeing something that you have designed, created, and put so much effort into, plastered on shit, right? And, like, and, and that, just just the thought of the the bags that I thought up in my head, and that I, you know, got to, you know, and and made that are out in the field. There, that's that's what gets me, 
you know, going, you know, what I mean, yeah. it's not just the money, it's just the thought of my bags that, you know, that idea that was in my head is now out in the field. That's what, that's what gets me. I can't wait to take yeah. this one to work, man. That's cool. Well, you probably need a big one too, though. So what, you just go for the day or what? No, Are fuck you? no, man. I go for like, uh, so last hitch was three and a half weeks. The one before that yeah. was eight weeks. Um, you know, I go up for, you know, as long as I, I can anyway, um, the pandemic, you know, was hard on everyone. I stayed in, yeah. for, I, I think I spent 20 days at home in two years. That was ridiculous. But, uh, so I, I moved my family back closer. We were in Edmonton before the pandemic. Somehow, for some reason, we moved to, uh, back to Ontario for a little bit yeah. and, uh, didn't know my wife was pregnant when we left. And, you know, we get there, wife's pregnant, you know, and so my youngest was born in Ontario. And then, you know, after the pandemic was over, it was just like, I want my family back closer because like, I I didn't get to see much of them. Right. So moved them back here and now I'm home as often as I can. They come with me sometimes in the summer when I'm on the road crew, they'll come with me, follow me around uh, in the hotels and stay with me and shit. So, you know, yeah, I'm getting a little bit of time back. I know it's not actually getting time back, but you know. I'm, I'm, I'm creating time that I wouldn't necessarily have either. Right. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. 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 It sucks being away. Yeah, it sure does. Man. It yeah, sure does. I, it's hard, yeah. Especially once you have kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I miss my dog. I, I just leave that house for the day and I miss my fucking dog. There you go. Your dog's and on my wife Rushmore. and my wife. I miss my wife too. Your but dog. Yeah. yeah. Your dog's on your Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Who else you got up there? Your dad, your dog. My dad, my dog. Fuck, dude, that's a hard question. Yeah. God, I can't even think right now. Who the fuck would you have up there? My dad's up there, but not for this reason you would think. Uh, My dad's a beacon of who not to be. Right, like I look up and I'm like, I'm going in a different direction than that motherfucker. <laughs> right, I respect my family and the women and everybody yeah. else. And, yeah, you know, um, my grandmother, my nana, you know, she yeah. I didn't meet her till about 11, 10, 10 or 11 years ago. My dad was adopted when he was a kid. Oh, yeah, and after 50 years, they found each other. And so, like, really, she's, she's an amazing woman. Yeah, she uh. Doesn't really remember too much anymore. She's fucking eighty something, and oh yeah, she's had two strokes over the last couple of years, and just yeah. not doing well. She lived in Stonewall, Manitoba, for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's back in Ontario now, where my uncle can take care of her, though. So, um, yeah. yeah. So my nana, my wife, um, Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. Yeah. Who's that? What the greatest Austin. hockey player in the world? Oh God. It's gonna get you place for the Leafs, Toronto Maple Leafs. Yep. I th- I thought for sure you're an Oilers fan, being from Edmonton. When you mentioned that the other day, fuck no, man, fuck no. I you know I, I, when when the Leafs aren't in town and I go to a game, yeah, I'll I got I got eight I got eight Oilers jerseys, yeah. and I'll I'll wear them. But when the not Leafs when the Leafs are in, town, are in, when the Leafs are in town, those Oilers jerseys go away. I pack them <laughs> in a separate tote or crate. Over there in the laundry room, they're tucked away somewhere where you can't even see them. <laughs> and it's all leaf jerseys hanging up, right? And it's like, yep. And then, you know, my kids share a rock. My kids share a rock. So there's uh, four. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Yeah, man. But my Nana, man, number number one, dude. She taught me a lot in 
only the 10 years that I met her, right? So she was supposed to die twice, man, right? She had cancer oh. in the 70s or was it 70s was a car crash. I can't remember which one it was. She was in a car crash where apparently she died twice and they brought her back and she survived oh. only to face a bout of cancer and then survive that. And then, you know, um, my grandfather died in the living room while she was on the phone right next to him, pretty much, you know, and in 2001 had a heart attack, just gone. Here's the phone, babe. It's for you. Comes back gone. Wow. Um, yeah. My uncle went the same way. His dad, as his dad did in his sleep, heart attack. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking, she taught me a lot. Then, you know, two, two strokes don't remember shit really she texted me randomly a few months ago and i was like but that's her she's texting me what the hell how did she yeah it had to be decrypted or decoded but i got it you know i understood <laughs> from the help of my wife text her back called her mm -hmm. she knew who i was oh good and that was it right uh you know i had a hard time getting anything else out of her since then but you know like she we think she has well i don't i don't think it's a think anymore she has Alzheimer's, so or dementia, either one. I don't know which one. Yeah. Well, fuck that. Seems to be getting bad. You know what I mean? Lots of people have that now. Yeah. Parkinson's yep. and Parkinson's and dementia and all that shit. Fuck. Yep. And young people dying of heart attacks. Yeah. Yeah. My dad had a heart attack a couple of years ago, seventy-three, and I think my grandpa at seventy. So I got about twenty years left, I think. 20 more years to go. 20 buddy. more years. It's been a good run. I'm fine with that. Hey, man, you know, if, if the good Lord pulls my number right now, it's going to suck for the people upstairs. But, like, <laughs> you know, I've had a good run. You know, yeah. I've, I've taken care of them to the best of my ability. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, you can't ask for more. I don't want to get old. I don't want to be bedridden. You know what yep. I mean? It's, yep. I just can't end that way. It's so, either going to be faster. I read an article the yesterday that said kids that are born right now, there, there's no reason why with medical advancements they're born right now. Like my youngest daughter, mm -hmm. my both my kids, kids born right now, will 100% living to 100 will be a thing, right? Like they will live to be 100 years old, barring you know no medical shit happens or yeah. car accidents or whatever. Yeah. Um, but living to 100 won't be a rare occurrence. And then their kids, 120 will be like, will be like a, uh, a normal thing. Their kids, kids, 150. Oh, yeah, but you're, you're still going to be too old to move or, you know, do anything. You know what I mean? I don't want to live like that. Yeah. Well, look at, look at us, man. Right. Where were our ancestors like 100, 200 years ago? Let's say, let's take it back a couple hundred years. Where were our ancestors living to be? I'd be dead already, right? Yeah. Like 35? I'm 30, I'll be 35 in a month and a half, two months. And um, so when you get to be in your 30s and, and things start, you know, like hurting and breaking down and your bladder, you need to go piss a lot more. Um, there's a reason for that, right? Genetics is saying, hey, Time's up, motherfucker, right? Yep. And But, like, medical advancements and shit like that is keeping us alive much longer, you know? we can. So at 35 to 40, we're middle-aged, right? Yeah, but you're still going to be, when you're, when, you're, when you're 80, you're still fucking 80 years old. Like, doesn't matter how healthy you are, you're, you're still, you're not, you're not going to be able to move like you, you want to or, you yeah, know what I mean? I don't want to be laid up in a bed somewhere. 
I was talking to the wife about that. You know, when, when people start living to be 100, 120, what's the retirement age going to be, right? Yeah. How much money do you need to have saved up then? What are you going to go through in the fucking 100 years prior to that that you're going to be like, is this fucking ride over yet? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there are times now, right, where, you know, 35, you're fucking 50-something. So, you know, there are times where it's like, you know, can I get off this ride yet? Yeah. I think I think if you – there's you should be able to die if you want. If you want to – you know, if you're 80 years old and you're like, fuck this, everything hurts, you know what I mean? You're getting to the point where you're going to be bedridden. You should be able to decide what you want to do with the rest of your life. Well, they got that. That's called MAID. Got what? They got the MAID program. The liberal government pushed that MAID program, medical assistance and death. Really? Yeah, except for now it's not just for people who are old and fucking sick. Now it's like I'm mentally ill. Anybody. Like the mentally ill, they're pushing it towards the mentally ill now. Like, hey, you know, like the government doesn't want to dump money into helping the mental uh, the mental health of our, our population. So they're like, hey, if you're not doing so well mentally and you want to end it, come to us. It's the MAID program. And, and they, you know, it, that's, I don't agree with that. I don't like that. No. I think if, if, if you, if you're still smart, you got enough brains to, to make your own decisions and you just had enough. Like when my grandma, she was bedridden for like the last 10 years of her life and she, she could do nothing by herself and she hated it. She didn't like people having to, you know, yep. Yep. She, she prayed to die every fucking night. She prayed to die. And she was, and she was saying, you know, why is God doing this this to me? Why isn't He taking me? You know, He knows what I'm feeling, and so yeah, she prayed every night to, to for God to take her. It's like yeah. Tom Hanks in the Green Mile, man. His curse yeah. was living forever because yeah. of that Paul Coffey died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Paul Coffey or John Coffey? It was Paul Coffey. John Coffey, Paul John Coffey, hockey player. Yeah, Paul Coffey's hockey player it was John Coffey. It's John Coffey. Yeah. John Coffey, Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. He let John Coffee die. Yeah. Electric chair. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, buddy, man, this has been a lot of fun, dude. I yeah, man. Coming on, man. You know, cool way to kill an hour and a half, you know? Yeah. Has it been that long? Been an hour and roughly 20 minutes. Yeah. Dude, I haven't talked to, like, I haven't talked to anybody on the phone for, like, 10 years. Like, so. I know it's going to be a good podcast, but I'm not spending the first 10 minutes staring at the clock thinking how I'm going to kill the first 10 <laughs> minutes, right? And, you know, like, I looked up and it's already been an hour, and I'm just like, wow. damn, dude, where did the time go, right? And now it's an hour and damn near 20 minutes. So, you know, Great. you know you're not a boring person. And, you know, well, a lot I figured of people, it'd be, you'd be pretty bored after 10 minutes. You'd be shutting her down. Nah, fuck no. Um, you know, there's been a couple episodes I've had where like, you know, um, the per the person wasn't engaging and it's not their job to be entertaining. That's yeah. my job to keep yeah. it entertaining and, and keep the show going. Right. So, you know, it's, 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 some of them, there's been a couple episodes where it's been really hard to muster up that <laughs> I had to really dig deep and, and, and yeah. pull one out of my ass. But, you know, at, in the end we, we were able to do it. We were able to, I, once, once I, I, I dig around a bit. And I find yeah. that opening. And yeah. once I get in there, sometimes it takes half an hour. But, like, once I get in there, I wiggle my way in. I crack you open. It's off to the races. We're good to go, right? Like, I, I, I can tell by a person when just when I start talking to them. And, you yeah. know, like I said, like, you know, 
sometimes it's like shit maybe i should have just rescheduled this you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm, i'm glad we did this man it was cool Hell yeah, man. Hey, where can people find you on the socials just in case, um, you know, before we go, yeah. in case they uh, want to be looking for you? Um, we're, we're on Facebook, obviously, uh, Instagram. And yeah, yeah, that's about it. You need to get on TikTok. What's that? You need to get those. I know, but you know what? I, I fucking suck at this computer, Facebook. Like I do all my, and actually that's the only advertising I do is Facebook. A little bit on Instagram. I'm just getting on Instagram, but... I just suck at that kind of shit. I'm, Facebook I'm, and Instagram are where you're going to make your sales anyway. But like TikTok, I think can help a little bit for sure. I don't even know what the fuck TikTok is, to be honest with you. It's, it's an app where, you know. Uh, uh, oh, I have the app, but I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know what, what I'm supposed to do with it. Stop, man. You got to figure it out like the rest of I will. I will. It was hard. It was hard at the beginning. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I, I think Facebook is you know, kind of getting, you know, it's kind of, it's more for the older people, I think. Absolutely. Instagrams, where yeah, it's absolutely. at. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Hell yeah. No, I'll figure it out. You will. You'll get it, man. It's fucking, it comes, it'll come to you naturally, right? Like, you'll just, you got to fuck around with it a little bit, but you'll get it. I just hate fucking computers and shit. Yeah. yeah I hear you, man. like dirtbag. Dude, I, I do everything off my phone, right? I used to be so good. I used to be a whiz on, like, laptops and computers and shit like that, right? Once my phone became the laptop and the computer in my pocket, you know, you start – you stop using an actual computer for two or three years. You go back to using a computer, and it's like technology changes like that, yeah. right? And no, This is and, the first time I've sat in front of a computer in, fuck, years, years. Yeah, it's, it's nuts, man. It's nuts, and it's usually hard to fucking tinker out and tinker with and – yeah, you know, I usually my daughter, my six year old, knows more about computers than I do. I bet, I bet. It's crazy, man. Yeah. When I was six, I was testing dirt samples outside in the backyard. You know, taste testing, testing dirt them. samples. Ta- yeah, taste testing them. Yeah. <laughs> She's teaching me things about my phone and the laptop and an iPad that I knew nothing about. I bet. Yeah, I bet. it's crazy. It's crazy, man. These kids—they're yeah. a different yeah, breed. Yeah. I was sitting. I was so. I was so the other day, and this kid was sitting beside his mom playing on her phone. I guess, but he looked like he was like four. You know what I mean? Well, I just, you got to think about it. A four-year-old spent his entire life in quarantine, pretty damn much, right? Yeah, pretty. Yeah. yeah. My daughter, six, half her life in quarantine. My youngest was born two days before the pandemic. Three years, two and a half years of her life, roughly, was wow. spent indoors. Yeah. Fucking. Eh? <laughs> Fucking didn't see a mall for like the first like year of her life. Holy shit! It's insane, man. It's yeah. Insane. These kids had to grow up, and they grew up fucking vicious. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. They 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 go for blood. Right on. Yeah. Anyways, bud, this is this has been a lot of fun, man. Thanks for yeah. coming on, dude. Yeah. Hey, it's my hey, pleasure. Hey, Gary. Stay frosty. Yeah, you too, buddy. Hey, <laughs> let me know how that movie goes. Yeah. Uh, what's it? Chocolate lizards. Chocolate lizards. I'm going to look for lizards. right okay. now. Peace out, brother. Peace out, brother. Thanks for coming on. You bet. Bye. Bye.